I've just come from the Rose Garden of the White House, where I proudly nominated Judge Amy Coney Barrett to the United States Supreme Court. Judge Barrett is a brilliant legal mind, an extraordinary scholar, you know that? Number one in her class. You know, the, uh, the professor, one of the most respected people, he said the greatest student he's ever had. That's pretty good. That's a little better than Biden, wouldn't you say? <laughs> she should be running for president and senator. Now, it's a little bit better, academically slightly better. And most important of all, she will defend your God-given rights and freedoms. She will. Judge Barrett would become the third Supreme Court justice, along with over 300. Think of this. This is our third nomination. We have Justice Gorsuch, Justice Kavanaugh, and now we have Amy, along with over 300 federal judges by the end of this term that we've confirmed to uphold our laws and Constitution as written. And that's a record. Joe Biden has refused to provide his list because the names will be handpicked by socialists like Representatives Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC. AOC plus three, and Ilhan Omar. That's a great one. She's a great one, always complaining. She's always complaining. Came here. Things worked out for her. How did she come here? Does anybody know how she came here? AOC plus three. That's a beauty. That's a group of real, they love our country so much, right? If given power, the far left will pack the Supreme Court with radicals who will terminate the Second Amendment. That's what they want to do. Strike the words under God from your Pledge of Allegiance. Tear down crosses from public spaces and force taxpayers to fund extreme late-term abortion. That's what they're looking to do. These left-wing justices will cripple police departments, protect sanctuary cities, and declare the death penalty unconstitutional for even the most depraved mass murderers. It's unconstitutional. We will save your Second Amendment, and together, we will save our country. And that's what we're doing. That's a lot of people. So we have tens of thousands of people. If Sleepy Joe came here, if he had, I, I really mean this, you know the little circles he fills? And he can't get them full. You have like five of them. Those circles, those big, beautiful, whoever does it does a nice job. They're very round. But, but he's got like five of them. And then he stands very far back and walks in. I mean, I don't get the whole deal there. I don't get it. So we have tens of thousands. Somebody said 17, 18,000. Last night, we had 35,000 people. You saw that in Virginia. You know, we're making a play for Virginia because we have a governor in Virginia. You know that. He wants to totally end. All he does is talk about terminating the Second Amendment. That's all he talks about. That's all he talks about. 
In 38 days, we will win the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. We will win four more years in the White House. Thank you very much. Great honor. It's a great honor. We've achieved a lot together. It's together. It's what happened. Wait till you see the numbers on November 3rd. Get out and vote. Go early vote. Do whatever you have to do. Make sure they don't cheat you too badly with those ballots. Oh, did you see today? There was a big mishap with the ballots. Another one. This is every day they have that mic. Every day. Big mishap with the uh, ballots. So uh, one of them, New York, is saying, well, we're going to change the system a little bit. It's a little late for doing that, isn't it? New York wants to change their system. They're going to work on something. Governor Cuomo, he's going to work on something now. Well, the ballots are flowing. You know, it's a little late. And then in a certain location, you know the location, they mailed a 1,000 ballots out. Unfortunately, they doubled it up, and everybody in this Democrat area got two ballots instead of one. And then two days ago, they found eight ballots in a waste paper basket. Unfortunately, they all had the name Trump written on them. We were going to vote for Trump. They were military ballots, the military. And then they have a stream in a very good state, and they found lots of ballots dumped in the stream. Look, look, you know, this is not right. What they're doing is not right. And it's all run by these ballots, the ones we're talking about, whether it's Pennsylvania, because we're going to win in Pennsylvania. you got to watch, but you have a governor who's in charge of ballots. North Carolina, Michigan, Nevada, all of these places, they're all run by Democrats. They're the ones that count the ballots. And there's no — does anybody have even a doubt? It's just like common sense. It's common sense. So we're going to be very careful. We're going to watch. And, you know, we're waiting for rulings from a great federal judge in your state, federal judge, about the constitutionality of the whole thing. They're going to try and steal the election. Look at this crowd. The only way they can win Pennsylvania, frankly, is to cheat on the ballots. That's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. No, they just had a big thing today. They said there was a mistake made on a lot of the ballots. They're going to try and redo the system. Take a look at Iowa during the primary. Remember the first primary? They couldn't do anything. It was all a mess. It was all a mess. Good job. Good job. Look at this guy. Good job. Good job. Hey, good job. Man. That guy, he's going home to his parents now. He's going to be in big trouble. But, but wait a minute. Wait, wait. He just opened his mouth, and we had that gentleman in the beautiful blue. Will you stand up? Are you in law, law enforcement or something? Because you were on him? This guy hadn't gotten the first word out. 
That's the kind of guy I want working for me right there. Man. Right. That was just instinct. It's called natural instinct. Some people have it, and some people don't. Unfortunately, most people don't. That's the problem. Under my administration, we proudly achieved energy independence. We are now the number one producer of oil and natural gas in the world. Sleepy Joe Biden has vowed to ban fracking. That's not good for Pennsylvania. You notice now he's trying to pull back, you know? He went to a place called Texas. No oil, no God, and no guns in Texas. That doesn't work. But you know what? Doesn't work here, either. You're a big fracker. You, uh, it's a big business here, 900,000 jobs. But uh, he wants to eradicate all of the things that you're doing, all of the things that are bringing in so much money for your state. It's a disgrace. Now he's trying to say, well, I didn't really mean that. That was like Hillary, remember? She made a horrible statement about clean coal, and then she went crooked Hillary. And then she went three weeks later. <laughs> I agree. You know, I used to say, now, 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 we won, we won. Now, don't do it, but they say, like her. But I, I try and stop it. Now, I, she's crazy. Yeah. Bill is stone cold afraid of her. No, but how about, remember the emails? Oh, you think we forgot? We didn't forget the emails. Remember the emails when Congress said we want 33,000 emails? And they uh, deleted the emails. They deleted everything. The text messages, everything they deleted. If Mike Kelly did that, he'd be out of a job so fast. He'd be gone, right? He'd be gone. We would, none of us, we wouldn't last long. I mean, the corruption. Hey, did you see, though, over the last 48 hours? The FBI tapes, the FBI text messages. Trump was right. The one guy says, Trump was right. He was right. You shouldn't be doing this. Trump was right. He was, a, like, the honest one. But they brought him along. We need insurance. We have to get insurance for this. This is wrong, what we're doing. Trump was right. It turned out that it was a whole big disinformation deal. And you know who the, the guilty party is? The Democrats and Hillary, they were the ones that dealt with Russia. It wasn't us, which we've been saying for a long time. No, these text messages just came out. Did you see that? They just came out. So we went through two and a half years of a lot of work, and they ruined a lot of people. Look at General Flynn. Look at what happened. Those messages about General Flynn last night just came out. They know they knew he was innocent. And they said, we want Flynn in order to get Trump. We want Flynn. They were after Trump. It came out loud and clear. They were after Trump. I'll tell you what, uh, we got to get back to Congress and go after these people. These people are sick. They're sick. It was a whole big con job with Shifty Schiff and the whole group. Shifty Schiff, he gets up and says a totally different thing than what I said. Totally different. And they say, sir, you can't go after him because he's shielded because he made this speech. He totally lied. He made it in Congress, and he can say anything. See, it should be the opposite. 
when you're in Congress, you should be more honest. What a sleazebag he is, right? He always... What a sleazebag he is. What a jerk. What a jerk. We got to deal with people like that. I'll tell you. I tell you, how do you come together with people like that? They're totally dishonest because I want the country to come together. You know, we were coming together until we got hit with the plague from China. We were coming together. There was a, I was getting calls from stone cold, radical left, hardline Democrats. Let's start talking. I'm telling you, because we had the best unemployment numbers we ever had, the best economy, best stock market, although the stock market right now is just about there, right? Success will bring us together. Then we got hit with the plague from China, and now we have to do it all over again. It's make America great again, again. But we saved millions of lives by doing what we did. When I asked about fracking, Sleepy Joe Biden said that he would make sure it's eliminated. This was just a little while ago. Then he gets the nomination. He goes, well, I didn't think fracking's that bad. It's amazing, isn't it? That's what you call a really dishonest, dumb politician. A dumb guy, a dumb guy. Always known as a dumb guy. But we look forward to seeing him in the debate. He's got a lot more experience. He's got 47 years. I've got three and a half years. So we'll see. Well, he's got 47 years of experience. You know, I always sort of smile when he said, like, criticism. We should have done this. We should have done that. We should have all these things, right? I said, why didn't you do them? He's been there for, and it's not like he left 20 years ago. 47 years and he left three and a half years ago, right? So why the hell didn't you do them? Now he went, just all these great ideas. That's a real beauty. Days ago, Biden reiterated his pledge to require net zero carbon emissions, which he doesn't have any idea what that means. Shutting down all fracking and sending you jobs overseas like they've been doing. I'm bringing you jobs back. They're all coming back. And I'll keep your jobs in Pennsylvania where they belong. That's where they belong, what they've done to you and other states. Joe Biden's agenda would also be a nightmare for Pennsylvania seniors. Do we have any seniors here? Don't raise your hand. Do we have any seniors? Not to Look how few people raise their hands. I can see some seniors. Uh, we're proud of it, right? For years, Biden tried to cut Social Security and Medicare. You know that. He wants to go. You know what's going to happen. They're going to go with socialized medicine if they ever got in. Remember Obama, when he said? And by the way, Obama knew all about the scam. He knew all about this coup. He knew all about spying on my campaign. He knew everything. Somebody said, well, we can't go. You know, they have him called. They have him called. Remember, I said they were spying on my campaign a long time ago. The internet blew up. How dare he say that? How dare he? it turned out to be true? And then it was the coup because I got in. Now they said, all right, he got in. We couldn't stop him. Now we're going to try taking it away. Can you believe it? This is the USA. No, seriously, can you believe it? And we caught him. All these text messages, and from what I hear, they have some real beauties coming out over the next couple of days. So stay tuned. 
But somebody said, oh, you can't do that. He was president. Well, I'm president, too. And they would not stop, I promise. These people are sick. They're bad people. Remember when Biden said, when I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security. He meant this. He said, when I argued and he wanted to freeze all, all this federal spending, he wanted to He's not going to take care of your Medicare. He's not going to take care of your Social Security. And if he gets in, he's going to have nothing to say, because the radical left will control it, and he's going to do socialized medicine as sure as you're sitting or standing there. I don't know. I can't even tell the hell difference. You're sitting. Isn't it nice we got seats for people? Who does? Who would do that? Look at all the police back there. What? Are they the greatest? They're great people. We got so many endorsements, I don't even talk about them anymore. We have so many police endorsements. New York City's finest. Never did it before. They endorse, they endorse me. They endorse us for president. They could solve that problem in New York. All they'd have to do is let them do their job and don't take a billion dollars away and fire some of the best people on the force, which is what they did. We got Chicago. Think of that. Chicago police endorsed me. How about that? That's not easy to do. You're dealing with radical left people. We got endorsed by all the sheriffs in Florida, all law enforcement in Florida. We got endorsed by Texas, Oklahoma. We got endorsed by — does anybody know of any police area or group that has not endorsed us? We're looking for them. We're looking for them. Now Biden is pledging to give federal health care to illegal aliens, which is decimating Medicare. Just so you understand, we all have heart. We want to help people. But the problem is, when you say that, people that never even thought of coming to the United States say, let's go. Where are we going? We get free education. We get free Medicare, free health care. And then I jokingly said one time, everybody gets a beautiful, brand-new Rolls-Royce. And CNN said, he lied. He said that all illegal immigrants got a $750,000 car. It's true. They said he lied. I didn't. I was only kidding. They said, they said I lied over the Rose Race. They all said, do you remember when I said, Russia, if you're listening, find her emails or whatever the hell I said. Find her emails. And then we all left together, 25,000 people in the stadium on television. Look at all the cameras on television. Look at those people. Look at all those red lights that are going on. They're standing in the rain just like I am, but they don't like it. But do you remember? But the problem is they cut it off exactly before we all started to laugh together, right? And for two years, they've been saying, he dealt with Russia. He asked Russia to please get her emails or whatever the hell we were asking for. Russia, if you're listening, please get the whole place cracks up along with me. In fact, they cut off my last word. You know, they got to cut it short because they don't want to see any sign. This is how dishonest is. They are really, I'll tell you, they are so bad for the country. But I'll take it back for right now because right now it's live all over the place.
We'll let it go. You know what? Let's say it at the end instead. Because so often I'll say, you know, they're CNN, they're totally corrupt, they're fake, and you see the light go off the red, like. And I said, I gotta stop saying that. You think it's wet enough out here? They all said, sir, would you need a hat? I said, what the hell hat is gonna match this beautiful tie that I've just. I got a red one, I don't know, red and whatever the hell color this is. Red is not gonna go well with this color. No, it's fine. I like saying the rain with my friends from Pennsylvania. I don't care. We're in the rain together. Right? We're in the rain together. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now we're in the rain together. That's all right. We'll stay out here all night if we have to, right? But I'll tell you, uh, so many interesting things are going on. When I look at their plans, did you see their plans, the manifesto? That's the Bernie Sanders and AOC manifesto. So normally when you negotiate with communists, because I don't think it's social. Haven't they gone over the, th I don't think it's, this is no longer socialism. We're dealing with worse than socialism. This is communism. But when you deal with socialist communism, you know, you're supposed to bring them a little bit to the right, right? You know, you're a Democrat, you bring, they brought, they started with a plan and they went further left. This plan is the most horrible. We call it the manifesto. Bernie Sanders, crazy Bernie. But you know, the one thing they agree with us on trade, because we are being ripped off by so many countries, I've stopped a lot of it. I mean, I had to devote a lot of time to a fake impeachment. Now you see how fake the impeachment was. What about Biden's son getting three and a half million dollars, right? From the wife of the mayor of Moscow. And then they say, Donald Trump is dealing with Russia. Donald Trump, I never even made a call. Donald Trump is dealing. This guy got three and a half million dollars from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. What the hell was that for? Probably his great experience in energy, but he didn't have that. And then it revealed yesterday that he got a lot more money from China than we thought, and he got a lot more money, right? This is all stuff. It's, it's like perfect. It's like unbelievable. But he got a lot more money from China, and the 100, the 83 or 63,000 a month that he was getting, now it looks like it was 183,000 a month. And he got an upfront payment of $3 million from Ukraine. And this is because of his great knowledge of energy, but he had none. They said, do you know anything about energy? No, I don't happen to know anything. Oh. And then the father called for the prosecutor, get him out or you're not getting your billion dollars from the United States. Whoa, they got him out and here's your billion. That's not a quid pro quo, right? But a perfect phone call is a quid pro quo, where nothing was right. It's a disgrace. Well, hopefully we're getting to the bottom of all that stuff, because we got plenty. Biden's plan for mass amnesty would bankrupt your Social Security system. And you remember me when I got elected? They all said, oh, he's going to hurt. They love to say that. He's going to hurt, because they give disinformation. They say a lie, 
like the soldiers and the graves. And they put it in. Can you imagine? No, no animal that I know would say that. Nobody. They make up a lie, and then they go with it. Social Security, they said four years ago. Now they say it again. He will, by the way, your Social Security, we never touched it, not even touched it. They said, he will destroy your Social Security. No, they will destroy it because they'll destroy your country and your Social Security will be worthless. That's what's going to happen. In just three and a half years, we've secured America's borders, rebuilt the awesome power of the U.S. military, obliterated 100 percent of the ISIS caliphate. fixed our disastrous trade deals, and brought jobs back home to America and back home to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Under 16 years of Presidents Obama and Bush, household income rose only $2,945. These are right out of the book. So 16 years, less than 3,000. In three years, with us, it rose 6,483, so much less than half the time. And if you include energy savings, how do you like paying those $2 for gasoline and even less? How do you like that? And your electric bill's way down. We're number one in the world. How do you like that? If you include that, it's $10,000. That's over three years, three and a half years. We lifted 6.6 .6 million people out of poverty, which is a record. We built the greatest economy in the history of the world, and now we are very, very rapidly — it's — you see the numbers happening all over again. We've added a historic 10.6 million jobs in the last four months. There's never been a record like that. We've added more jobs at any time, four months, not even close. And to fight the China virus, we launched the largest national mobilization since World War II. You know, they said, how did you do it? I said, we get an A-plus. But I get a D in public relations because we were so busy working. And, you know, when you give it to the fake news, they report it incorrectly. So I figured, what's the use of even dealing with it? We got — we did a job, including ventilators that nobody had. You know, we took over. The cupboards were bare when we took over. We pioneered life-saving therapies, reducing the fatality rate 85 percent since April. Who, who ever heard of that? And Europe, which is having a big surge right now. You know, they used to use Europe. Oh, look how Europe's doing. Uh, we're doing well. And we don't want them to have a surge. Europe has had almost a 50 percent greater excess mortality rate than the United States. You don't want to hear that. They don't want to tell you that. Our early and aggressive action saved millions of lives through Operation Warp Speed. We will develop and distribute a vaccine in record time. We're going to have it very, very soon. They're very upset with the vaccine. They're very upset with the vaccine because it's happening too soon. They don't want it now. Even though it's saving lives, it's going to save tremendous lives. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear about the therapies. They just want to get through the election. I heard one state — did you hear this? We're going to open up our schools on November 6th. Oh, I told you that, right? Everything's — don't worry about it, Pennsylvania. Your state's going to be open, like, on November 4th. This was some idiot. And now they're excoriating this person that said it. They're excoriating the person that said it. We're going to open up our schools on November 6th, the latest November 9th. Oh, that's 9th. Got to open your schools. You got to open up your state. Open it up.
The ones that are doing well are the ones that opened it up. We will crush the virus. Our opponents will crush America. And that's what it's about, too. They will. They will deliver a crippling shutdown and a steep. You will have, if sleepy Joe Biden becomes president, first of all, you're going to have a massive tax increase. You're going to see interest rates go through the ceiling. You will have a depression, the likes of which this country has never seen before. And I'm including 1929. That was a pretty bad one, all right? That's what's going to happen. I hope I don't get a chance to be tested, because I don't want to be tested. I don't want to have him and say, see, I was right. Because with us, you're going to have incredible prosperity. We're cutting taxes, and we're growing fast. I'm delivering a safe vaccine in record time. That's the other thing in, uh, with the vaccine. Because of me and the FAA, they're approving things in a fraction of the time. You wouldn't have had a vaccine if you had to go through that obsolete process. You wouldn't have had a vaccine for two and a half more years. On November 3rd, Pennsylvania will decide whether we end the pandemic, defeat the virus, and return to record prosperity, or whether we allow sleepy Joe Biden to kill the recovery delay the vaccine, impose a $4 trillion tax hike, destroy your suburbs. Everyone's talking about me in the suburbs. I knocked out the regulation that allows low-income housing in the suburbs. And then I hear, oh, the people in the suburbs don't like me. You better like me, because you're going to have — your suburbs aren't going to be so great. They say that women in the suburbs — I made the mistake. I said, Housewives living in the suburbs. They said, oh, that's politically incorrect, okay? I got killed for that. I used the word housewife. Is that an unacceptable term? I don't know. They're all saying no. I said, the housewives in the suburbs, and they said, oh, what a horrible thing to say. But women, let's be politically correct, women and men in the suburbs, they're changing the zoning so they can build. That's what it is. They're changing your zoning. It was a rule, a regulation that was a disaster. And I called my people. I said, I want to terminate it. They said, sir, we can't do that. Let's uh, just amend it. We'll make it much — no, no, you don't understand. I don't want to amend it. I want to terminate it. Yes, sir. And we terminated it. We terminated it. But if you believe the fake suburb polls, I don't think people in the suburbs know that I did that. I don't think they know that I did it. You know, they say, we want sleepy Joe Biden. Why? Why do you want him? First of all, you're not getting him. You're getting this maniac who was falling like a rock in the polls. He picked somebody that he should have never picked. She was so bad to him. She said such bad things about him. I'm not going to pick somebody that says bad. And then, on top of it, right, 15, 14, 13, 10, 8, 7. Then she went up back to 8. She had a big week. And then she went back down. And she got out at one or two. She quit before Iowa, right? And then they had the Iowa primaries. And because they used these crazy ballots, nobody ever found out who won. And now they want to use it on a scale that's a thousand times bigger for our country. Eighty million ballots. Eighty million ballots. They couldn't count a small number, but now they count. And then they had the race in New York. Carolyn Maloney, terrible, terrible congresswoman. And they took it away from the guy that was beating her, or would have beat her. But they're missing massive. You know, it's not like they're missing 1 percent, which would be unacceptable. You know, 1 percent, you can win by 1 percent, right? You can win by one-tenth of 1 percent. 
But they're losing, like, there was one area, I think 41% of the ballots were missing. 41! These people are crazy. This is going to be a disaster. And all I'm asking is people go out to vote, go out to vote, and stop with this nonsense, because we're going to be counting ballots for the next two years. And I don't want to end up in the Supreme Court, and I don't want to go back to Congress, either. Even though we have an advantage if we go back to Congress. Does everyone understand that? I think it's 26 to 22 or something, because it's counted one vote per state. So we actually have an advantage. Oh, they're going to be thrilled to hear that. I'm sure they're trying to figure out, how can we break that one? Biden wants to confiscate your guns and indoctrinate your children with poisonous anti-American lies in schools, right? To combat the toxic left-wing propaganda in our schools, I announced last week that we are launching a new pro-American lesson plan for students called the 1776 Commission. Right? We'll teach our children the truth about America, that we are the most exceptional nation on the face of the Earth, and we are only getting better. We're getting better. This is a healing process. This is the most important election we've ever had, I'm telling you. You know, I used to say, like, even a couple of months ago, well, you know, 20, how do you, how do you, like, 2016, that was pretty exciting, right? Was that exciting? Was that the coolest night? Trump is winning Florida. He's winning North Carolina. He's winning Pennsylvania. He's winning Michigan. He's winning Wisconsin. He's winning everything. What the hell is going on? And people crying. They're crying. The anchors, the non-biased anchors are crying. Oh. I watched an interview with a person on MSDNC. I don't watch it much, but I watch because Sleepy Joe was on. And she's like, did you see that interview yesterday? It was like, and she's very tough, very very tough. She's very nasty. And she's feeding him. Can't answer it. So what she's doing is, no, no, isn't it true? Yes. Isn't it true that Trump is a horrible human being? Uh, well, uh, uh, yes, I, yeah, as we discussed before, it's true, isn't it? This was the worst, most obvious, and this was a killer. This, this person is very tough. It is so rigged. The whole thing is rigged. We got to beat the system, and we're beating the system. Sometimes I'll look, I'll look, and I'll have somebody in the office that's corrupt, you know, corrupt media person. And I'll be sitting there complaining how unfair it is. And then I'll be sitting in the Oval Office, but I'll be saying how unfair it is. Then I'll look around the Oval Office. I say, wait a minute. It's unfair, but, oh, we're in the Oval Office, and you're not. Eh? Right? And I say, and I stop complaining, Mike. And I say, oh, this is the Oval Office, isn't it? Joe Biden has surrendered his party to the flag burners, rioters, the anti-police radicals, the anarchists. His running mate urged supporters to donate to a fund that bailed out rioters out of jail, including an attempted cop killer. Let's get him out of jail. Thirteen members of Biden's staff donated to the same fund. They donated a lot of money, too. We want to get these people out. Uh, we want to be called in. You know, you saw what we did in Minneapolis. We went, they called us like a week and a half too late. We went in. How long did that take? About a half hour. It was over.
We brought in the National Guard. We told uh, Seattle, we're coming in. And they left that night. We're all set to go in. We wanted to. I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was disappointed. Mada, we were going to make a big statement, but we couldn't because they said, OK. They left. Shouldn't have told them. Next time, don't tell them, please. <laughs> and you know, in, uh, if you look at Portland, what a mess, right? That's an anarchist. That's sort of like a difference. Chicago's a mess. New York, what they've let happen to New York. And we have these great police in Chicago and New York. They can do the job. Just let them do the job. It's terrible. But, but you look at Portland. Portland is anarchist. And you had the guy two weeks ago. Remember, he shot and killed the young man in the middle of the street. Just shot him like, uh, oh, like, I don't even say like what, because his parents are so devastated. A young man, and they shot him and killed him, this one guy, this one animal. And two and a half, that's right, over his hat. Not our hat, it was another hat. It was a Christian hat. It was a Christian hat. He was a Christian. He was a Christian. And they shot him, killed him instantly. And this guy that shot him, everybody knew who he was, right? And I said, after two days, where is he? Did you arrest him? No, we didn't. After two and a half days, did you arrest him? And then I put out on social media, why didn't you arrest him? And you know what? The U.S. Marshal saw it. They went in, and he pulled a gun on him. And 15 minutes, it was all over. None of our guys were hurt, and he was gone. This guy was a stone-cold killer, and yet they say he was a uh, protester. Not a protester, an anarchist and a killer. And the U.S. Marshals, thank you. That was an incredible job they did. Brave. But the U.S. Marshals, we can solve that problem so easy. We'd put them in there so easy, but they don't want the governor doesn't want them. The governor wants to leave it that way. Can you imagine what a mess that was? This is for many, you know, this is for years that's been going on in Portland. I said, what do the streets look like? They said, you wouldn't believe it. People put up two-by-four storefronts. They don't want to buy new because they know somebody's going to knock them down within two weeks. It's a terrible thing. The Democrat Party's war on cops is putting our police officers at risk. As president, I will always stand with the heroes of law enforcement, all right? You see how much the people love you? They really do. You know, you don't hear that. You don't hear that. But the people love and respect the job you do. You know, you don't hear it, because these maniacs right back there, they don't know what they're writing. But they do love you and, and, uh, and respect you so much. So thank you very much. Thank you. But that's why law enforcement organization around the country, all organizations, that's why they're endorsing me and strongly opposing my opponent and the radical left. And my opponent, again, is, is controlled like a puppet by these people, by these crazy people. I'm proud to have received the first-ever unanimous endorsement from the largest police union in the world, the Fraternal Order of Police. Right? Largest in the world. And we're joined tonight by their president, a fantastic guy, friend of mine, Pat Yoz, and 
several hundred of their brave officers. Pat, come on up. Come on up here, Pat. Mr. President, thank you. You know, across this station, there are some 800,000 police, uh, police officers put on a uniform every day, men and women who go into communities and place their own safety at risk to protect our communities across America. And it seems like overnight, people have turned their back on America's law enforcement. We went from public servants to public enemies overnight because many politicians turned their back on us. You, sir, have never turned your back on America's law enforcement. So, sir, I am here to tell you that on behalf of America's largest law enforcement organization, rank-and-file police organization, we give you our, our unanimous and enthusiastic endorsement, and we will not turn our back on you. Together, we are going to make America safe again. Thank you. Thank you very much. November 3rd, get out there and vote. And keep your eyes open if you see any shenanigans, which you probably will. Okay, if you see people like dumping things, flushing things, if you see people dropping them in a in a waste paper basket, seven or eight, right? No waste paper. Keep your eyes open. This is a smart group of people right here. Also with us are a group of warriors from Washington that are fantastic, that love you. And we'll start Dan Muser. Dan, thank you very much, Dan. Dan. Where's Dan? That's not a very good location, Dan. That's not like you. Thank you, Dan. Congressman Scott Perry. Scott. Thank you, Scott. Great job. These are warriors, I'm telling you. They fight, they fight as hard as you can fight, every one of them. Lloyd Smucker. Lloyd. Thank you. Thank you, Lloyd. Thank you. Thank you, Lloyd. Great job. Congressman Fred Keller. Thank you, Fred. Great job. The great John Joyce. Thanks, John. And a real good friend of mine and somebody that, I'll tell you, he's as tough as they come, and he loves Pennsylvania, Mike Kelly. Thank you, Mike. You like having these guys by your side? Also a man, sort of a legend, I would say, around here. He told me a long time ago, four years ago, he told me, you're going to win. I said, how do you know? He said, I know, I know, I can tell. He said, I see people with Trump stuff on that never cared about a politician in their life. Now they got the hat and the sash and the belt and the shoes. He said, I've never seen. He called it a long time ago. Former congressman. We got to get him back in, I guess. Well, he left because he had a lot of good things to do, but he's fantastic. Oh, we got to get him back. 
Lou Barletta. Yeah. Great guy. And we have a congressional candidate who I hear is leading, Jim Bognet. Where's Jim? Jim, I hear you leading, Jim. You'll get involved. You have my total endorsement, okay? You know that. Total endorsement for Jim. My Pennsylvania campaign chair, Bernie Comfort. Bernie, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bernie. Great guy. Great. Great. What a great job, huh? Wow, have you done a have you done a job? Thank you. How are we doing, by the way, Bernie? How are we doing, huh? You have done a job. Thank you very much. And also, state GOP chairman, a friend of mine for a long time, Lawrence Tabus. Lawrence, thank you. Thank you. That's a great group of people. Thank you all. We're going to have a big victory. Lawrence, you agree with Bernie, right? I think we're going to have a big, big victory. Bigger than even four years ago. That was good, you know. Remember, they wouldn't announce it. We were like a point up, whatever, which, you know, some people say is a lot. I think we'll do a lot better this time. Because at that time, I, did, I said I was going to do things, but, you know, it's like a lot of people say things. Now I've accomplished more than I ever said I would in the campaign. So it's different. But uh, I think we're going to have the kind of numbers that people are going to be very surprised at. We've spent the last four years reversing the damage Joe Biden inflicted over his 47 years in politics, along with his other friends. He championed every globalist portrayal of Pennsylvania for almost half a century. He supported NAFTA. Got rid of that one. South Korea renegotiated that one. TPP got out of that one. And China's entry into the World Trade Organization, which he said was a wonderful thing. No, it wasn't. It was a terrible thing. That's when China took off like a rocket ship. But you know what? China was going to overtake us for 10 years. They said 2019, 2019, they're going to overtake. Guess what? We way outdid them in 18 and 19. And we picked up. If you have somebody smart, you got to have somebody smart. But if you have somebody smart in this position, your president, they'll never overtake you. They'll never, ever overtake you. more people, but they'll never overtake you if you have somebody smart. Biden's NAFTA and China deals wiped out one-third of your state's manufacturing jobs. You know that better than anybody. Biden shouldn't be asking for your vote. He should be begging for your forgiveness. That's a little hokey. A little hokey, but we'll talk. In a true sense, this election is a choice between Pennsylvania and China, or whatever state we're talking about in China. But we're doing well. You know, it's interesting. We signed a great deal. The farmers have done more business in the last two, three weeks. Biggest corn orders ever, the biggest soybean, biggest cattle, biggest beef orders. But, you know, it doesn't mean as much to me. We, the ink wasn't even dry and the plague came over, Mike, right? It wasn't even dry. It just doesn't mean what it would have meant. We made a great deal, but it doesn't mean the same anymore, because they could have stopped it from coming here. If Biden wins, China wins, and where's Hunter wins? Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? This guy walks into China, walks out with a billion and a half dollars to manage. And the most sophisticated guys in Wall Street, and I know they're smart, 
They can't do that. And it took them 10 minutes, walked out with a billion and a half dollars to manage. You make millions of dollars a year on that. When we win, Pennsylvania wins, and America wins, and that's what's happening. For decades, our politicians spent trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars in areas and countries that you never even heard of, and defending foreign borders. But now we're finally protecting our nation, rebuilding our cities, and we are bringing our jobs, our factories, and our troops back home to the USA, where they belong. Now our opponents are pledging to rejoin the job-killing Paris Climate Accord, a disaster for our country. It was meant to hurt us. It was meant, really, to take advantage of us. We would have spent trillions of dollars. You would have ended up closing a lot of your plants and factories. And I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get out of this crazy deal. And I did. I said, oh, they're going to kill me. You know what? The people got it. They, they understood it. It was ripping off our country, because we have things that they don't have, like unbelievable wealth under our ground. They don't want to see us. Oh, that's nice. That's a wonderful thing. Thank you very much. I withdrew from that catastrophe because I was elected to fight for Pennsylvania, not for Paris. And we're putting America first. It's been a long time, right? From day one, I put America first. To defend our workers, I imposed tariffs on foreign aluminum and foreign steel. I saved our auto industry by withdrawing from the horrible Trans-Pacific Partnership. Would have killed what I've done for Michigan, in particular, also Pennsylvania. But what I've done for them with autos, forget it. They're building 17 or expanding 17 different plants. They hadn't built one in 42 years, and we're building a lot of them. We have countries. You want to do business with us? Go in and build auto plants. I ended the NAFTA nightmare and signed the brand-new U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement into law, which is great. And you're not going to be losing companies to Mexico and Canada. Very disadvantageous for them to do that. I took the toughest-ever action to stand up to China's rampant theft of Pennsylvania's jobs. I proudly signed a historic executive order making it official government policy to buy American and hire American. Now, I watched Biden two weeks ago. I, what's going on? This lid, you know what a lid is? He keeps putting, Bernie, keeps putting a lid. He's got a lid. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. He's a, now, a lid means you're out for the day. That means the fake news media can go home. You know, he's got what? They've got the easiest job I've ever seen. They never have to work. The media, please go home. There won't be any activity from sleepy Joe Biden today. He's a low-energy individual. Now, you know, you need a president with a lot of energy. You deal with President Xi of China, President Putin of Russia, Kim Jong-un. Remember, we're going to be in a war with North Korea, right? What happened? What happened? What happened to the war? What happened? We didn't do anything. Same, you know, we didn't do anything. But 
Millions of people could have been killed in that nuclear war. Probably would have been nuclear. But look at it, right? You know, getting along with these foreign nations, not a bad thing. They say, oh, he gets along, yeah. I asked uh, Obama, I was sitting, he told me the biggest problem we had was North Korea. And he was telling me why, he's telling me lots of horror stories. I said, uh, excuse me, have you ever tried calling him? <laughs> and I got nominated for two Nobel Peace Prizes. Can you believe it? One is for Israel and Bahrain and the United Arab Emirates, right? And, and by the way, many countries are coming in. They're all calling on. We want to come in. They're going to all come in. No more blood in the sand. No, we just did it smart. We, we reversed it. The art of the deal. It's the art of common sense, let me tell you. We reversed it. And uh, many countries are going to come in. And I told the story the other night. Then I got one for Kosovo and Serbia. They've been killing each other for many years, just killing each other. They don't get along. They don't. They're sort of like the Palestinians and Israel. I sort of have to. I have Kosovo. And, and you know, we're dealing with both of them. We say, I said to them, why are you fighting and killing each other? They have a lot of differences, including a religious difference, I guess. I said, what are you doing? And we trade with both, so we have certain power. So I said, listen, let's get a deal. Let's make economic peace and ultimately peace. They came to my office, the Oval Office, to sign. They were hugging. They were so — I mean, I'm, it was a beautiful thing to see. We saved a lot of lives. And I told this last night. I said to my — I said to my great First Lady, our great First Lady, Melania. I said, Melania, First Lady. I said, First Lady, oh, I'm going to watch television tonight. I'm going to come home early. Because let me tell you, 6.30 is very early. I stay in there late. But I'm going to come home early. I'm going to show you what a great job I just got. Nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. And we're going to sit there, and I'm going to just soak it in, darling. Let's turn on NBC fake news. Lester Holt, number two rated show. He's number two, heading show. I find NBC to be worse than the other two. They spend all that money on their PR, and I screwed up in one evening like this. Right? Because when Obama got it, nobody knew what he got it for, including him. Remember, they said, what did you get it for? I don't know. I don't know. That's how different. We have to work harder. He got a Nobel Prize, and he didn't have any idea why he got it. Then he started dropping bombs two weeks later on some place that didn't work out. Couldn't work out because he had John Kerry negotiating, who was the worst. Incompetent. Now, it's so sad that Iran, that horrible deal. That was a fast plane. That must have been one of the new ones we just bought, you know? We have, we have all new equipment. That was scary. If I'm the enemy, I don't want to hear that sound. But I said to our First Lady, First Lady, turn on the television. Turn it on, darling. It's going to be a big evening. I toast you, but I don't drink, darling. Just don't drink. Not so bad. So we turned it on, and they did a story on the weather. It was raining heavily in a certain area. 
Then they did a story on something else, something else, and something else. Then they went into another story, then another. Then they had a commercial that lasted for about nine minutes. <laughs> Even though, you know, they're not supposed to make money. They're using our free airways for fake news, okay? They're using free airways. Think about that. We're thinking about that. We're thinking about that. Why are they using free airwaves to give fake news? So it came toward the end. I said, darling, I'm a little embarrassed. But the following day, I got nominated for another one. I called her up. I said, you know, maybe they forgot. So let's go home and turn on the television. It was the same thing. They had another story that this time they're cleaning up the rain. Another one, another one, another one. Got to the commercial, never ended. Got back a little tiny piece, and I said, they didn't cover two Nobel Prizes. I got two in one week. Did you ever hear that one? For different things, totally unrelated. And my only complaint is I should have gotten about seven or eight, because if you knew some of the other things, some of the other things I've done are much better. I should have gotten seven. But the fake news never even put it on. And somebody had a show where they said, the amount of time devoted to Donald Trump's Nobel Peace Prize, two of them, zero on the network, zero. Then the amount of time devoted to something else that was negative for somebody in the Republican Party, like infinite. It is so disgraceful. They're so bad. But we just have to keep on winning. You know, there's nothing like winning. Just keep on winning. Keep on winning. See, now, they'll tell that story differently. They won't tell it as, you know, we do it in fun, because I understand them. You have to laugh. If you can't laugh, you'd be out of here fast, right? Like Beto, when he said, I was born to run for president. That was the other number. On a magazine. He was on a fake magazine, Vanity Fair, which is dying. That sucker is dying. Boy, those magazines are going down fast. But he was on a fake magazine, Vanity Fair, I think. And he started saying about, uh, you know, he had a good week, good week. And he started saying, I was born. I was born to do this. I was born to run for president. I said, he's not going to last very long. And about two weeks later, it was over. He was put in charge of taking your guns away, though, by Biden. You know that, right? Beto. Beto. How do you get the name Beto? He needed a little Spanish, because his last name is Beto O'Rourke. Where does the uh, Beto come from? Another phony deal going on there. To protect American workers during the pandemic, I suspended the entry of foreign workers who threaten U.S. jobs, and we will always care for our citizens first. Biden's pledge to terminate these protections and give away your jobs. Under my administration, we've achieved the most secure border in U.S. history. And we are just finishing that beautiful wall, that wall, 340 miles. 340. They don't talk about the wall. Build that wall. Build that wall. They don't talk about the wall. I got sued by Nancy Pelosi, crazy Nancy. I got sued. And I made one big mistake in the wall. I always say we have to build the wall, build the wall, build the wall, right? I should have just said very simply, we will not build the wall. The money would have come pouring. <laughs> they would have insisted that we build it. And remember, walls work. Remember when they said walls don't work? Walls don't work. They want to give us uh, drones so we can watch the people pour across the border. 
Drones, put a drone half a mile up in the air. You can watch everybody come into a, the United States. Now, remember that, though? They said, well, but two things work, and I say it all the time. You know, when you come up, when you're a brilliant scientist, you develop a new chip, you develop a new laptop or computer. In about three weeks, it's obsolete. It's worthless, right? A wall will never be obsolete. And what else won't be obsolete? A wheel. There's two things that will never be obsolete, a wall and a wheel. Everything else, trouble. Now, we're up to 330 miles. We're averaging 10 miles a week. It's everything the Border Patrol guys, I got them in. I said, fellas, could you give me a little less expensive version, please? But we have a great wall going, and it'll be finished very soon. But the press doesn't talk about the wall anymore. They don't want to talk. It's not a good subject for them. Since 2017, ICE has successfully arrested half a million illegal aliens with criminal records, including over 145,000 assaults over 40,000 sex offenses, and 5,000 killings. I want to thank ICE. Boy, they get beat up. They get beat up by the media. They're incredible. You would have, think of that, hundreds of thousands of people they take out of here, real bad ones, too. Murderers, killers, drug dealers. By contrast, Joe Biden supports open borders, zero deportations. That's in the manifesto and sanctuary cities that release violent criminal aliens. That's what they are. They protect the criminal, not our people. If you want to end sanctuary cities, you have only one choice, and that's vote Republican. You know how bad it is. You know, all of these places that you're reading about, all of them, they're all Democrat-run cities and states, all of them. They're all Democrat-run because they have no law and order. All they have to do is call us and say, we'll be in, but they have no law and order. They have nothing. They're all Democrat-run. They're a disaster. We invested $2.5 trillion in the U.S. military and launched the first new branch of the U.S. Armed Forces in nearly 75 years, the Space Force. Right. And that's going to be very important. I did more in 47 months than sleepy Joe Biden did in 47 years. It's true. It's true. We killed the founder and leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi. We took out the world's number one terrorist and the mass murder of American troops and others, Soleimani. I withdrew from the last administration's disastrous Iran nuclear deal. They paid 150 Billion dollars for nothing. They got nothing. You know, I don't mind the 150. What I mind? They gave 1.8 billion in cash. What is one point? That would fill up this whole area, right? 1.8 plane loads of cash. That's when I realized that a president is very powerful. When you can do that, send that money to a foreign country and no friend, it's crazy. I kept my promise, recognized the true capital of Israel and opened the American Embassy in Jerusalem. You know who likes that the most? The evangelicals like it the most. You know that? The evangelicals love it. We're just with Franklin Graham and a lot of great people. They had a very successful event at the mall today. I don't know if you heard about it. It was great. Franklin Graham, all of the top evangelical and other leaders they were great. They were at the White House ceremony today for the justice. 
I also recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. And instead of the endless wars, we are forging peace all over the Middle East. And it's costing nothing. Costing nothing. We're not killing people. No blood in the sand. You know, they're tired of fighting, by the way, just in case. Even these people that like to fight, they're tired. 19 years in Afghanistan, they're tired. They all want to sort of relax, as tough as they may be. Joe Biden opposed the mission to take out Osama bin Laden. He opposed killing Soleimani. He voted for the Iraq War. He backed the disastrous Iran nuclear deal, a total horror show. And he cheered the rise of China as a very positive development for the United States, okay? Not so positive. Now Biden is pushing the most far-left platform in the history of our country. The Biden plan would destroy Social Security and destroy protections for pre-existing conditions. You know that. They want to go socialize medicine. Socialize medicine. Go to a hospital and take care of yourself. Get rid of 180 million private plans that people love. He would terminate our travel bans on jihadist regions. We won the travel ban, remember? And increase refugee admissions 700 percent opening the floodgates to radical Islamic terrorism. He wants to ban school choice and ban charter schools. Terrible. In a second term, I will provide school choice to every parent in America. A vote for Republicans is a vote for safe communities, great jobs, and a limitless future for all Americans. And in conclusion, over the next four years, we will make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world, and we will end our reliance on China once and for all. About time. We will make our medical supplies right here in the United States. We will hire more police, increase penalties for assaults on law enforcement, and we will ban deadly sanctuary cities. We will uphold religious liberty, free speech, and the right to keep and bear arms. Second Amendment. Right? Second Amendment. We will strike down terrorists who threaten our citizens, and we will keep America out of these endless, ridiculous, stupid foreign wars in countries that you've never even heard of. We will maintain America's unrivaled military might, and we will ensure peace through strength. You know, we rebuilt our military. You saw it. $2.5 trillion. We have weapons. The — I mean, just to talk about them, the likes of which no country has ever seen before, the power, the strength, the, the uh, incredible talent and engineering. We have weapons the likes of which no country has ever seen before. We are so far advanced over every other country, and hope to God we never have to use them. And when I got here, we were a depleted, tired military with great people, but we were exhausted. We had old jet fighters. Now we have brand-new F-35s that are stealth. I asked one of the pilots, how good are these planes compared to the enemy? He said, well, one difference is you can't see our planes. I said, let me ask you, I don't know too much about flying. That helps, doesn't he? He said, it really helps, sir. The guy looked like Tom Cruise, but better. Tom Cruise, but stronger. We will end surprise medical billing, require price transparency, 
and further reduce health insurance premiums and the cost of prescription drugs. We will strongly protect Medicare and Social Security, and we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. America will land the first woman on the moon, and the United States will be the first nation to land an astronaut on Mars very soon. And NASA has become the preeminent space center again in the world. It was tired. It was over. We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our schools. We will teach our children to love our country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, In God We Trust. Right? For years, you had a president who apologized for America. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the people of Pennsylvania. So get your friends, get your family, get your neighbors, get your coworkers, and get out and vote. Most important election we've ever had. It's the most important we've ever had. Early voting has already begun, so don't wait. Go out and vote. From Erie to Easton, from Pittsburgh to Harrisburg, and from Allentown to right here in Middletown, we stand on the shoulders of Pennsylvania patriots who gave their blood, sweat, and tears for this beloved nation. This is an incredible place. Our whole history, so much history in Pennsylvania. This is the state where our founding fathers declared American independence. It's where the Army weathered its brutal winter at Valley Forge, where General George Washington led his men on a daring mission across the Delaware, and where our Union was saved by the heroes of Gettysburg. This is the place where generations of tough, strong Pennsylvania workers mined the coal worked the railroads, and forged the steel that made America into the greatest and most powerful nation in the history of the world. And you haven't seen anything yet. Proud citizens like you helped build this country, and together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people. With your help, your devotion, we're going to keep on working. We're going to keep on fighting. And we're going to keep on winning, winning, winning. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together with the incredible people of Pennsylvania, we will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make